This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, today, looking at today, which is right now, the, 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 what are we at? The 21st already of January as we march through this area. I really thought it would be a good idea. You've heard me talk about author platforms and building. Certainly, I've written a book on it. And I always love to bring in other voices. And one voice who really understands the necessity, the core ingredients, the how-tos of building the author platform, and then coupling it with, you know, what you do pre-launch, during launches, as well as the whole thing called content marketing and really soaring your book sales, is Beth Hayden. And Beth has been working with authors for a long time um, on what she's doing and her own expertise. So we're going to jump into that. And that the, the, our goal, both of our goals, is to really get you to be the best that you can be. So you really shine above this huge sea of almost vomiting of books that are coming out. Over 3 million books are being published uh, during the year. Now, they all don't have ISBNs. In fact, most don't. But when you have such a sea out there, how can you really shine? How can you soar? How can you raise above the author clouds so you really can stand out? So that's what today is all about. And I want to welcome Beth, and you can find Beth at uh, Beth Hayden, H-A-Y-D-E-N dot com. But Beth, why don't you, let's just jump in and give us a little bit of your background. So I just wanted to say to start with, thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. I love working with authors. So oh, this too. is really fun for me. Yeah, yeah thank you. Me too. Yeah. So, yeah, so I started off as a blogging consultant, just to give you an idea of my background, mm. and that was back in 2007. And I learned pretty quickly that I really enjoyed working with authors because they were really engaged, they're really smart, they're fun to work with, and they also had a really concrete problem that I could help with, which is how to build a platform and how to sell more books which is more difficult than they might have thought going into it. They may, a lot of authors underestimate how difficult it's going to be to sell books. And so I started working with authors and sort of developed, a, you know, a subspecialty in my business. I am a general online marketing consultant and con- content marketing consultant, but I work with a lot of authors, so that's a big subset of my business. And so I started off as a blogging consultant back in 2007, and then in 2012, I actually wrote a book about Pinterest marketing, and so I've got my own book out on the market. And so now I call myself an overall content marketing specialist, and I can talk to you from about everything from blog to using social media in smart ways, to using email marketing in particular and building your list as a smart way to sell more books and grow your platform as well. So that's sort of the 30-second version of me. 
That, and, and I'm impressed. <laughs> and and that's what, and by the way, all of you authors, I mean, she, she got 30 seconds to really kind of go over that. You really need to understand how to pitch yourself, which is a whole other topic. I've actually done shows on just how do you pitch. But yeah. you, you can't have uh, that when you're telling people what you do and what your expertise is. When Beth was giving you kind of a, you know, a, a marquee, of her various expertise and what what brings her to the party, you need to be able to do that too, and you need yeah. to be able to, you you must be able to do that. That that is part of book launching and your platform. You've got mm-hmm. to be able to label and narrow in what your expertise is. And I don't care if you're a fiction or nonfiction writer, you got expertise. Yeah. You got to yeah. nail it in. And I want you all to be able to do it in fifteen seconds or less. And oh. with that. <laughs> and with that, Beth, we're off and running. So yeah. let's yeah, let, let's just jump into this thing called the author mm-hmm. platform, which is yep. really true my heart. Um, and, and there are certainly different components about it, but let's hear your take on it, and then I'll add yeah. to that. Yeah, I think as far as building your author platform, I think it is often underestimated by authors and potential authors how important that is, because if It doesn't matter if you're trying to go the traditional publishing route or if you're trying to self-publish. It's a really good idea for you to build your platform ahead of your book launch because a lot of traditional publishers won't even take a second look at your book, your book proposal, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, if you don't have some sort of platform. It's more important now than it has ever been. And also true... If you want to go the self-publishing route, which I know a lot of people are doing the, you know, these days with Kindle, making it easier and easier to publish. And so if you want to do that, it's really, really smart to build a platform so you have someone to launch the book too. So I just wanted to start by saying it's really important, and it's one thing you should be working on as you're writing your book or as you're putting your proposal together. It's super, super important. And you basically can't start too early. You know, the best time to start building an author platform might have been 10 years ago, but the second best time is today. So wherever you're at, start now. And, of course, as an online marketing consultant, I really believe that using blogs and smart online marketing techniques can be a really smart way to build your platform and one of the best ways. There are lots of different ways to build your platform. You can do it with public speaking. You can do it on the radio. You know, there's tons of different ways to do it. But I think online marketing is a really smart way to do it because of the leverage that it gives you and the fact that you can reach lots and lots of people all over the world fairly easily with just a few clicks, and it's actually fairly affordable as well. So that's kind of my my foundation of the whole thing. But if people want to get started, I always tell them to start with building a smart website that is built on what is, you know, it's a blogging platform, essentially. There are fancier names for them. You can call them content management systems. You can call them all Mm -hmm. kinds of things. Mm -hmm. But what you need is an easy way to put up content on your website. And that usually means a blogging platform, something like WordPress, which is my favorite one, WordPress.org. And so I tell people, start there and make sure you've got an easy way to build, um, to put content on your site and make sure that you can do it, that you don't need to be relying on someone else like a web developer to put up your content. And then the next thing I, I recommend is starting to build an email list. And that's even more important now than it was, you know, seven or eight years 
years ago when I started the business and um, having an email list and having that as your biggest business asset because you are running a business as an author. Um, that's the next you know step that I always recommend for people. It's incredibly important and it's one of the best ways to reach people. I love social media, but nothing gives you more bang for your buck than building an email list. You know, it's very interesting, Beth, because I, I hear, I see, hear and see, actually, um, both resistance from authors in aggressively going after that building of the email list. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, to have their names, and, and it's actually when they're out signing, when they're meeting people, <laughs> carry a piece of paper, yeah, print yeah. it up, you know, yeah. and start yeah. having people sign up so you have it so Absolutely. you can get into this. And there, yes. there's just such reluctance to do yes. that. Yeah, and I don't get that, actually. I've never understood why people would be dragging their feet about building a list. Do you know what hesitations people have about that? I'm curious. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not sure about it. That maybe, maybe they have the momism that might be impolite or something to ask. But mm-hmm. that I think that what what is is if you will get get into a habit. I think it's starting the habit, and just mm-hmm. saying it. And and I would literally, I would go into your your happy dappy computer and create <laughs> a list and just put sign up for my blog. Or let's keep in touch. Or, I mean, I don't care what you say, but get their name. Make sure you say, please print the email so I can read the bloody thing. Don't say bloody thing, (laughs) but say, please print. Um, And even ask for their phone number. Um, And and, and if you're traveling around, if you're traveling around, I would actually ask for their state. Um, yeah, that's also, a good idea too. Because so you know where they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because you may be, you know, in Duluth, for example. Yeah, doing a program, and you might want to contact everyone in those surrounding states, saying, Absolutely. "Hey, come and hear yeah. me." So there's just so much that you can do here. But start. Absolutely. The bottom line is point one: collect emails, and and yes. point two is. Um, and, and I'm I'm with Beth. I think WordPress is pretty easy to use, but understand there's mm-hmm. a difference between WordPress.org. And Mm -hmm. WordPress.com, do not use WordPress.com. You know, come, move into the big boy league. Yes. I tell people if you're going to be taking your business seriously, which people are, you know, if you are looking into launching your book or your book is coming, you know, it's a book book launch is rapidly approaching, then use Mm. the serious blogging platform, which is WordPress.org. It's really the one that you can use. it's a platform that can really grow with you, and it may take a little bit more effort on the front end to get it set up. It's not quite as plug-and-play as WordPress.com, but in the end, it's going to give you a lot more flexibility, and it's a much more uh, beefy platform, really, overall. So that's what I recommend for people. And actually, I just thought something else, too. One thing that can help you build your list is to give something away. So when I do public speaking engagements now, I will tell people, I'd be happy to give you a PDF of the slide deck that I'm using today and a free report on Pinterest, blogging, or whatever I'm talking about, and all you need to do is sign up here on my, you know, to get on my mailing list. You will get on my list. I need to be clear about that. Um, but give them a free gift as an incentive to sign up. And that works beautifully because no one really wants to sign up for another email list these days. We don't want to subscribe for another thing, but we do want free stuff, and we do want the slide deck of the person we just saw, you know, speaking on stage. So that can really, really help as well. Or, or maybe you have something really special they've created, but they, they're looking for something. They're looking for yeah. something. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I have feelings about giving away my entire slide deck because there's – remember, this is your intellectual property. Yeah, yeah. And, and that – I mean, I know people steal stuff right 
left. I mean, I hate to say that, but they do. So I actually cherry pick um, and that, I mean, I've just gotten through. For example, I'm going, (laughs) I am leaving shortly for the Publishing at Sea conference with 40 authors. And Mm. that that my slides that I'm going to be using during one of the workshops actually total Oh, 120 worth. I Ooh, I will let that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I have narrowed it down because a lot of it is you know funny stuff, and I don't want them to have or not funny, right. uh, jeopardizing, but cartoons. I'm not going to give out. Yeah. Or right, personalized. Right. But what I do is I give them the um you know the ones that I'm sh- uh, that they're getting in the handout. I will give them mm-hmm. those. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's so, a great idea too. Yeah, so, it certainly doesn't have to be your slide deck. It just needs to be some kind of incentive to get people yeah. to put their name down. Yeah, bottom people, line. You know, so, they they kind of need a reason. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So as we go to our yeah. first break with Beth Hayden, and we're talking about really getting ready to launch your book and build your platform. This is Judith Riles. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Give your book the best shot at getting buzz before it's even released. JKS Communications has been leading the book publicity industry for more than a decade. From producing some of the earliest book trailers to recently creating what Shelf Awareness calls the world's longest book tour, our team of publicists work tirelessly, smart, and with the goal of getting you the best attention possible. Our family of publicists come from journalism and publishing backgrounds with great experience and a passion for books. And our family of authors all across the globe are supportive of one another. We read your book and talk to you to understand your goals and lifestyle before sending you a proposal. We only represent books and authors that we believe in. Let's get going. Go online at jkscommunications.com. Is there a book in you or another Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, 
a print version, or both. Your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, we're talking something near and dear to my heart, which is, number one, author success. Author success. So one of the things I think is very important uh, that that I think Beth Hayden, my guest, who is an expert in content development, content marketing, um, using a variety of social media and this whole thing called the author and book platform, is that you really need to identify as the author what success is to you because that's really going to tie into what you're willing to do to integrate, to implement, and support this thing called the platform and the book platform for both authors. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. And, totally. and, and, yeah, and understand that success is uh, could, success could be just having your freaking book out. I got that. Success, mm-hmm. could, yeah. success could be I, I, I want to be on a bestseller list. I get that. Mm-hmm. Success mm-hmm. could be I want a gazillion dollars in the bank. I get that one too. <laughs> I mean, it could be a variety of things, but you mm-hmm. have to realize that each success mark has things behind it to bring it to fruition. And, and mm-hmm. that's where that, the Goit factor comes into play mm-hmm. and, and the goit factor is get off your tush and, <laughs> and that's my goit factor so yeah. <laughs> which i will be lecturing about on the publishing at sea cruise and you know i should tell everyone that we were sold out this year um we already have our date set for 217 which is going to be january uh 21st through the 29th an eight-day cruise in the caribbean and hey Caribbean wow. in January is awfully nice. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah, if you're interested, anyone interested, I can tell you the cruise is already halfway sold out, and I've just told a few people in the last week that wow. if you're interested, you want to really email me, Judith, at Bryles, B-R-I-L-E-S dot com, and put in the subject line, publishing at C217, and then I will follow up and call you and tell you what's going on because the website's not even developed with all the information on it. I'm just I'm just putting it together now. All right, so we're back to the other platforms and things to do. So you know, let's let's get into some of these key steps. So we talked about mm-hmm. having a decent website. Yes, uh, blogging is essential. Yes, uh, in my opinion. Yes, I think. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. And, 
All right. So do, what, what else needs to go into our basket list here, Beth? Yeah. So I want to stress that blogging is essential and you need to be blogging in the right way. So ah. I think a lot of, our, yeah, I think a lot of people start blogs because they're told that blogs are a great marketing tool and that you can help get the word out about what you do, but they don't know the right way to blog. And the right way to blog in this day and age, and this really does look quite different from when I first started teaching blogging years ago, the right way to blog now is to write substantial posts that are long form and are really, really juicy and meaty. So I don't want people just um, putting out a blog post of 500 words every week just because they feel like they should, and that's what they're being told to do, and they're like, okay, great, I blogged. What I want you to do is a deep exploration of a particular topic. And that, you know, granted, is a little bit easier for nonfiction authors because they're an expert in their subject matter. Well, fiction authors are too, but they have nonfiction authors have something to teach. And so they can go deeper into the topic. They can teach more. They can, you know, get into those topics where they can do how-to posts and uh, list posts of different kinds of things. But you can do it as a fiction author too. They want to know, you know, you as an author, what are you up to? What's your writing process like? They want more essays from you. They want short stories from you. So there's a ton of content that you can do as a fiction author, too. I don't want people to think this is just for nonfiction. Um, so, but what you want to be thinking is deep, juicy content, something people can really sink their teeth into, because that's the kind of stuff that gets passed around on social media and that does well, um, that people click on, you know, when you to your email list, and it's the stuff that really develops the relationship with the people on your list, and that's what you're looking to do. I don't want people to waste their time with their blogs. And I and I think that really is critical. I mean, I, I think that you should be blogging consistently, regularly. I love mm-hmm. the idea of sometimes taking a blog, and don't get them too, too long, but you can divvy them up. You can have a part one, part two, part three, and really, as you mm-hmm. said, deep dive into... Yeah. Content and then, topic. Yeah. And, and and then what that does is that it builds that uh, trusted advisor exactly. uh, yes. relationship, which is what you're yes. after. What's what you want? That you become yeah. the go-to. I can get really solid yes. information from this person. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I and I'm also a supporter, Beth, of the the, the fiction mm-hmm. person is an expert. I mean, most people yes, who write fiction so probe into their topic area to understand mm-hmm. it. Where you know, where maybe the 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 uh, geography uh, is mm-hmm. a main character in it. I mean, you can become so knowledgeable on stuff. Exactly. Exactly. One of my clients is a fiction author. He's written a number of books, and one of his specialties is Africa and in particular the history of Africa and South Africa in particular. And he was a little stuck for what's the rest although he was doing some book reviews and some interviews and things like that, which are also fantastic content, particularly for fiction authors, um, although they're great really for everyone. But I said, you should be writing about Africa or you should be writing about social activism because that was a big part of what he writes about as well. So whatever it is that your book is about, whatever genre that is, you know, whatever you're in, that's what you should be writing about on your blog. And I don't care what kind of book you're writing, you've got a genre and you've got some kind of subject matter that you can dig into. Mm-hmm. And and so you've got you've, you've got the world is your area, and I and I also want to say exactly. to a lot of you, because as you know, Beth, a lot of authors would be on the introverted side mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of life. Social media is a godsend to you. I mean, yes. you, you you can if you want to sit buck naked in front of your computer <laughs> and, exactly. and market like hell, yes. you can yes. do that. 
You can. Um, same with email. And, same with yeah. email marketing. It's exactly the same way. Yes, you can do it in your pajamas in your bedroom if you want to. Yes, and anywhere, anywhere, um, which yes. is really invaluable. Invaluable. Yes. So Absolutely. you can really yeah. get out and do that. Okay, so yes. we're yes. On, on, on our merry way to these different steps. Yeah. yeah. So on what people, we can do. You know, what yeah, else so is on blog, our laundry blogging, list? Yeah. Yep, you're making sure that you're putting out good content on a regular basis. And what I tell people is that long-form content does better, and and you should be thinking about those you know deep, juicy posts where you can really dig into your subject matter. And if that means you're publishing less often, that's okay. It's completely okay. So you don't need to publish every single day. You may not even need to publish every single week. It's a good idea to try to be consistent with it. Like right now, I'm on an every two-week schedule with my blog, and I think that works for a lot of people. So just don't be scared off by the fact that I'm saying you know you need to dig into these topics deeply. That doesn't mean you need to be doing that every single day. So um, if it takes you two weeks to write a blog post, that's okay. And then and the, next, the best thing you can do is be promoting that content on a regular basis. So that means getting the word out about those posts, reaching out to other bloggers and influencers and saying, hey, can you share this with your social media audience? You particularly want to target people who are well-known in the industry and have a large social media following. So you can promote it in that way. You can promote it on your own social media platforms and be getting the word out about what you do. And that, you know, that blog post in particular. And I have a teacher who actually says you should be spending half of your time creating content and the other half promoting that content. And then with that content and getting your stuff out into the world, getting your published work out into the world, then you'll get people onto your mailing list. And then you can build that relationship with them by sending them ongoing content. And then the final step is to put an offer in front of them. So actually saying, hey, my book is available now. It just launched or, you know, the book's been out for a little while. We're, you know, we're doing a, you know, a push right now. We've got a special going on Kindle or something like that. Or you can even just say, here's the link to my book. Even if you don't have something special going on, it's still completely okay to put that link in front of your email subscribers on a regular basis. So the way I look at it, it's sort of step one is content creation. And then step two is all about building your list and building the relationship with those people on your list. And then the third, third step is about putting those smart offers in front of them and making sure that when they already know, like, and trust you, that's when you say, by the way, I've got a book out. So those are, that's kind of my three-step process for authors. Which is ideal. And, you know, you used um, a, a phrase a little bit ago that I want to come back to because I think mm-hmm. it just slipped, it slipped by. But it was when you were talking about the, uh, you, you need to have meaty and juicy, which I, you know, I mm-hmm. use those phrases all the time. <laughs> the, yeah. lo, lo, oh, yes. Uh, chewy. Chewy is the other one. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Great. Um, um, that, that long tail phrases. Yeah. And a lot of people don't get the difference between i mean they get they they've had keywords drilled into them as you if, you know it's been around for a long time but they don't understand the real keyword phrases and long tail phrases do you want to hop into that yeah and i don't I, I never tell people i'm an seo expert um and what i do want to tell people is that it is good to use keyword phrases in your content and making sure that you're staying uh, staying aware of what you'd like to be found for in the search engines, I do think that's important. But what's even more important, according to the search engines, is whether or not anyone is linking to you. So um, what you want to do is put your content out in the world and promote it and have people start to link to you. And that's what's actually going to impact how high you rank in the search engines. Mm-hmm. So um, I tell people, 
you can optimize your posts all day long and you can put keywords in all kinds of places and in the title and the content and the pictures and all of that. But if no one is linking to your site and no one knows who you are, it's going to be very difficult for you to rank well in the search engines. So I take a little bit of a different path on that all right, than so let's, other people. Let's, we're going to yeah. take one more break here and then we'll come back okay. and talk about how to create that path. This okay. is Judith Riles. My guest is Beth Hayden today. And we're really talking about author book platforms and really successful marketing. We'll be right back and talk to you, your guys' book platform. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a 1,000 authors create top-quality books and avoid the not-so-reputable self-publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we're a little bit all over the map, but it's all about marketing and author success, author platforms. Um, my guest today, Beth Hayden, has really given wonderful information on really how to create successful blogging. 
um, and deep diving, in fact. And, and in fact, she has a great freebie for you. So, Beth, let's, let's jump in that and let them know what that is. Yeah, so you can go to my website and download a free report that I've got that's all about writing viral blog posts. And there's never any guarantee that you'll write a, a viral blog post, but you to try to make sure, you know, not to try to do the best you can to make your, your blog post go viral. And it's available at bethheden.com, and that's H-A-Y-D-E-N forward slash viral. So that's bethheden.com forward slash viral, and that's V-I-R-A-L. Great. All right. Perfect. And then, and and then, if that's how to write there, I can. I'm actually, I'm as, as you said that I went to your website, and mm-hmm. it's right there. So you have a free ebook also that you're giving out. Um, on, on your website. Well, on my website right now, in the sidebar, I believe the the one is this free report about writing viral blog posts. Yes. Perfect. Okay. There you yeah. go. Yeah. So yeah. go to Beth Hayden H A Y D E N dot com. And um, those kind of little hints and tips uh, is really ideal. And also, if, if, you're, if you're just wondering, you know, what do I need on my website, take a look yes. at hers. It's really, it's uncomplicated. It's simple to get through. Um, and I think it's always a good idea to see what else is out there as mm-hmm. you develop it or modify um, uh, that kind of thing. So, Absolutely. All right. Off and running. All right. So here we go. We've talked about some steps to launching your book, mm-hmm. those three yep. steps. We've talked about how to get juicy and meeting, <laughs> meaty. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, long tail and, and, and uh, a post. But what I do want to say is because when we took our break is that when we're talking about long tail, that you want to figure out what people are doing in, in their searches as you start incorporating that. Beth is so right. You've got to figure out, are they coming to you and linking back? Are they, you know, they're probing? Mm-hmm. Are they following up, etc. But you still have to use those key words, phrases, the long tail phrase that you would be using. So think of, just, just imagine you're going into Google or Bing or whoever mm-hmm. you use, and you're trying to track down something. The more descriptors that you have in there that will nail it down, narrow your search, really. You know, I've often said it's so much easier to be the whale in the pond versus the sardine in the sea. So, (laughs) you know, so if you if you put in I'm looking for candles, if you put candles Mm -hmm. into Google, my God, you're going to get millions. All right. But if you put in. Um, a more descriptive, maybe you want unscented candles. Okay, that narrows mm-hmm. it down a little bit more. But how about right. unscented uh, purple candles in Denver? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so exactly. narrow, 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 narrow. Keep narrowing it down, right. and you want to think just how you would be searching for stuff. Exactly, yeah, and it's, put yourself in the shoes of your audience member. Yeah, that, that perfect reader that you're trying to attract. And yep. think what what are they thinking when they're googling, you know, and putting searches into the search engines? Yeah, that's important too. Is put yourself in the shoes of them. Always, it'll make it. It'll it'll make your life so yeah. much easier. So All much right. easier. Yeah. yeah, so much easier in a lot of ways. And you'll find people yes. will come to you, um, and they'll and then yeah. and you start offering them things and goodies and. Absolutely. And, and all that. All right. So now we have, let, let's just talk about um, that other advances. What, what other goodies would they need in that platform? 
Yeah, so I think it's important to, be, again, be writing great content and make sure that your content's really nice and juicy for your target audience and that you have an incentive. So we've talked about that already. So be giving something away on your website. We talked about it in terms of doing speaking events or your book signings and that kind of thing, but it's really, really important on your website too because no one wants to sign up for another newsletter. It's unfortunate but true. So um, Unfortunately, it's not enough anymore to say in your sidebar of your site or across the top of your site, hey, sign up for my newsletter. It's just not going to get you the traction that you really want. It's not going to get you enough subscribers to make a difference. But you can do what I have done on my site and what lots and lots of other folks are doing. You can give away free reports or a video series or, you know, all kinds of things. And you can think creatively for this, especially as a fiction author. Um, But you need to be giving away something that's going to be interesting and compelling for your fan or potential fan. It may be somebody who knows you already and knows your work, and it might be somebody who's brand new to you. So you need something that hopefully is going to speak to both of those groups. And so be giving something away on your website so that you can start to build your list. So that's a really important part of my foundation as well. And then I really think of... Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to have a question. How often do you change your freebie? I have lots of different freebies that I use in different ways. So I do and and have in the past done a fair amount of guest blogging where I'm actually writing for someone else's site to get in front of their audience, and that's a whole other conversation. Um, But I develop different freebies for different blog posts that I do for other folks. So if I'm writing a guest post about Pinterest or about how to use Facebook or how to use email marketing, then I really need a freebie that is in close alignment to what I'm writing about. So I have different ones that I use in different ways. Now, as far as flopping out, the one that I'm using on my on my main website, I do that every now and then. Um, I had one on my website for a long time that was all about Pinterest, and that was during my Pinterest book, book launch, and then right after, and then I've swapped it out for the viral blog post one that's on the site now. But I use them in lots of different ways depending on kind of what kind of marketing I'm doing. So I like to have a toolbox of freebies is what I'm trying to say that I can kind of pick and choose from depending on what it is that I'm trying to do, if that makes sense. Uh, all of that makes sense. So, yeah. and you know, and I love the idea of having the um, uh, rotation of the yeah. freebies. Yeah, um, yeah. But also in the in the guest blogging. I mean, I, yeah. I I get asked a lot to do guest blogging. I think it's a great way to do it. But it's here's yeah. the challenge for me, and you might have some thoughts, is mm-hmm. that they all they want all want original stuff. I mean, I yeah. can spend a full time job writing original stuff for other people. Right. Um, and then I don't do yeah. my own work. I can't do that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so, how much can you repurpose of other stuff? <laughs> yeah, they yeah they do want original work, and I tell people you can repurpose, but you can't reuse. You know, so if it's you can't pull something word for word from something you've already published anywhere else, they really do want original content. In most cases, you really sort of have to check with the host blogger and see. But in most cases, they want something that's original. But what the solution to that problem is to be very very selective about who you write for in terms of guest blogging. So you want the sites that are significantly more popular than yours, or the just popular in general, that have a larger social media following, that are really smart about the ways that they promote their content, and they're already getting a lot of engagement on their site. You're looking for lots of social media shares. 
you're looking for lots of comments on every post, you know, just something that indicates that they actually do get a lot of traffic. Because the worst thing is is bending over backward to write a fantastic post for a site that gets no traffic, you know, and doesn't actually get you anything, getting any, give you anything in terms of traffic to your site and getting more email subscribers, which is the whole reason you're doing it, you know. Um, but you want to just be really, really picky about who you're writing for. And I find that often solves that problem for folks. Um, because if you're writing a ton of posts for lots and lots of different sites and then you're not getting your own writing done and you're not blogging on your own site, then that's a, that's not the best way to do it. You don't want to do this blanket approach. You just want to be really super picky and just do it in a particular way where you're getting the most bang for your buck out of every single guest post that you do. Yeah, and 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 that's what you have to be ca- very careful of. I think that you yes, have to be picky. absolutely. You, you have to yeah. be very picky. You can't kiss all of them, and you do right. have to ask them up front: Is it original, or can I do a few tweaks yes. and, and send you out something I did a few years ago that yes. I think would be yeah, appropriate? It's good to ask. Which you know, yeah. which which in most cases could very well be the case. I mean, you could, if whatever your expertise and what your topic is, you can only do so, things so many different ways. Let's be realistic. Yes. Agreed, agreed, yeah. You just want to be really, really careful about duplicate content because Google frowns heavily on duplicate content. So you don't want to, unless the the host blogger says it's okay, you really don't want to reuse whole paragraphs or even whole sentences because um, they can get in trouble with Google for it and so can you on your site. So especially if you've already published it on your site. So you just want to tread carefully on that. I'm a big fan of repurposing um, f- for exactly that reason. You just don't want to duplicate unless, like I said, the host blogger says it's okay. Um, but you're right. There's only so many ways you can talk about your topic. You know, so you might just put a slightly different spin on something to do a guest post for a particular audience. Or, you know, just um, do something just a little bit different, just a slightly different flavor on your topic. Um, mm-hmm. But and then it also makes the post a little easier to write, that you're not reinventing the wheel every time you do a guest post, you know, because I think that can help, too, to be thinking about repurposing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's just jump into the whole deal of 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 where we go. So we, yeah. we let's say our platform's building. Yeah. Um And that how do we? So do, do you have, you've got your Pinterest? Um, yeah. which, which platforms? Which other the social media platforms? You've you've done a book yeah. on Pinterest itself, which I think is fabulous for certain types of books in some areas. Yeah. But also, there's other variables that you can do. Um, in that, you know, I, I'm telling yeah. you one of the things that I've repurposed on Pinterest is that mm-hmm. I have a blog that I go at the end of the week with just tips, anywhere from two to three mm-hmm. tips. And we yeah. now are taking those tips and putting them on boards, making a poster Smart. for them and dropping Good. them on the boards. Oh, that's so, great. Good. Yeah. Different variation of repurposing. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, making it into with, visual content. That's smart. Yeah, yeah, but turning yeah. into a visual that can be recirculated yeah. and, and moved yes. up. So, yeah. what are, what yeah. are some of the, what are some of the Beth Hayden's methodologies? And and we're gonna yeah. we, actually we have we have one more break coming up here just in, in just in a few seconds. But that I'd lo- love to get into some of the methodologies of selling more books. So let's say we, we kind of have our platform all together, Beth. And you can yeah. noodle around this and we come back to it. We've got our platform together. You know, we've got our website all in order. Yeah. We've got some you got free goodies. Yeah, yeah. we got yeah. our laundry list going on. Um, yeah. And so, and we're really moving into the full bore launch. So yeah. what I'd like to yeah. do is some deep diving in our last segment here on yeah. how to really sell more books which is what they yep. which will they want to do and i know authors love to have oh everyone just buy it off my website because then i know i get all the money um and that that may not be the best way to do it 
But let's come back and we'll just, okay. how do you sell more books? My guest is Beth Hayden, and this is Author You, your guide to book publishing. is your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host dr judith briles and we'll be right back with more great information right after these the book shepherding concept is simple the publishing world is changing and so must you You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. Publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Bryles will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years' experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com welcome back your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask if you want to write and publish a book if you want to be successful as an author your guide to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask is for you stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles All right, so our final segment, I told Beth I wanted to get in as we went out of that in into the real steps to how do we screechingly increase our book sales. 
<laughs> the tap dancing and 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 you'll find that I feel like I have an echo sister here because we really do believe in the same thing. We're both believer mm-hmm. in the goit factor, the get off your tush. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of my posters I've made. If 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 book sales are to be, it's up to me. And mm-hmm. if if you mm-hmm. think that other people. Whether you hire a marketing dude or dudette, whether you hire a publicist, um, whether whatever you do, once it goes outside you, uh, don't think that they're going to be the best source mm-hmm. of selling. I've always felt the author is the primary yeah, source. Absolutely. More true so, now than ever, for sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so, yeah, you were asking the question, like, how do you actually sell books? And I'm going to give you a, a bunch of different tips here for your folks. Um, and do you think one of the very best ways to sell books directly on launch day and directly after when you sell, when you're uh, doing your books is to line up a number of guest posting opportunities? So back in 2012, when I launched my Pinterest book, I had started working uh, well, and I didn't have a whole lot of time because my book came out really, really quickly. I wrote it quickly and it came out quickly. Um, but as soon as I possibly could, I started lining up guest post opportunities for the day of the launch and then the couple of weeks after that. Um, and it's one of the best ways to have people go directly from a a, a piece online, some piece of content, to you know an Amazon page where you're selling the book, or some wherever it is that you're selling the book, whether it's on your website or Amazon or Barnes and Noble or you know, Pals or wherever. Um, so, but it's a good idea to take people directly from the piece of content to the easiest way for them to buy the book. You don't want to put any roadblocks in front of them because what I noticed is that people are getting less and less. Uh, marketing benefit really from doing things like radio interviews and TV, although I think I still think those are great. They can be really big breaks for people. But what you're requiring people to do is go from some sort of analog thing, like, well, not analog, but like uh, something that's offline, like television or radio, and then requiring them to move over to their computer, remember your name, type in your name, and then go and find your book. It's a lot easier for people to make the jump from a piece of content that, that they just found on a popular blog that they followed forever and then they follow the link to your book and they buy it. You want to just make it as easy as possible. And I find that doing a big guest blogging push, and you can call it a blog tour, you can call it an online you know, virtual book tour, whatever you want to call it. And the idea is you creating some content for other websites and getting in front of an audience that has never heard of you. That's the idea. So directly after book launches, like on launch day and directly after, that's my best tip. Um, but then as far as selling books online and being able to uh, use online marketing techniques to sell more books, I will go back again, and I'm just going to be beating a dead horse here, but building your mailing list and selling to the folks who are on your list is the number one way to sell books. And we were talking during the break about someone who's got a huge list of like 60,000 people. I don't want you to get discouraged by that. Even if your email list is only a couple of hundred people, that's still a great source for you for potential book sales because those are the people who are going to be the most loyal to you and who are the most likely to buy your books. So you don't have to have a huge list to do this. And then can I say one more tip, Judith? Do we have time? Of course. Yes. No, no, we we can get into several more tips. Okay. All right. Good. 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 So the other tip that I want to give people for folks who either have more than one book on the market or are looking to launch another book is that often the best way to sell your first book is to be marketing your second book, (laughs) to Mm -hmm. be launching public, you know, launching and publishing a second book. Um, So it often is this sort of cumulative effect, this snowball effect that people get that by the time they get multiple books into, you know, writing several books, their first book is 
selling way better than it did when they initially launched it because your your authority is higher online, your list is larger, you know, everything is better the further and further you get down the road. So I want to encourage people to think of their writing careers and their, you know, book publishing careers as a multi multi book process as much as they possibly can. And I know that this is it may be slightly different for non fiction or nonfiction authors, but I really feel like the folks who do the best with making a living out of being an author are the ones who have more than one book because you can, you, again, you get that snowball effect, you know, then more people know you. And when you launch your second book, you have a larger platform to launch it too. Your third book is even better, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let so me, let me add to that well. because um, yeah. that uh, this is actually critical, critical for the success of a fiction author. And mm-hmm. that, I mean, I recommend to all my authors that you, for, who are writing fiction, that usually they are thinking, oftentimes they're thinking of the next book, or they may be already dealing right. with it. And I right. want them to give me a tease chapter for the next book that we get published in this, the, the current book that gets published in and what's next. Because here's what's going on in fiction. A lot of people don't. It's like TV shows. Do I really want to start watching this show and, and make an investment and get into it if they're not going to be hanging around? Right, and right. so, and it goes back to developing those super fans that they yes. begin to buy. You've got the super fans can either buy, they'll buy, they suck up anything in a genre. It could be romance, mm-hmm. sci-fi, horror, fill in the blank. Or yeah. a super fan could be directly toward you as the author. Well, they will, they will suck up anything that you come out with, but they yes. want to make sure that you are going to, you have legs and you're, yeah. you're coming with. And so best advice about you start letting them know about book number two or three or four from the yeah. get go. It starts developing that relationship that you're not a one book Charlie. Yes. Really important. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause you'll have fans who only discover you on your third book and then go back and buy one and two because they like yeah. you so much. It's and very it typical. It, that's thing. very yeah. typical. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and well, you know what? Let's let's this give yeah. it. Let's throw a big name on the table that had that had exactly that happened to, uh, you know, a, a little guy who who was on like book number five, um, yeah. and it was called the Da Vinci Code. And yes. when, when Dan Brown's book yeah. hit and went yes. viral, spiraling yes. into the stratosphere, yes. that then angels and demons went back, which a lot of people yes. think this is better. Um, yes. And, and yeah. his other books and, you know, the rest is history. So yes. you got to keep on plugging, number one, but you let people yeah. know what you're plugging into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great example. Yeah. And just you never know what's going to happen down the line. You know, so I just tell people even if you haven't had a, a big big break of a book right now, you could have that be your next book. And in the meantime, all of them are going to sell better for your efforts. Mhm. Yeah, and yeah. and that's yeah. and that shows that you're um in the biz in the biz. Absolutely. It establishes you as even more of an expert. I mean, I know (laughs) having a book establishes you and sort of puts your flag down and saying, I'm I'm an expert in my field, but having more than one book even does that on a bigger basis. So I think it can be super helpful. But I don't want people to get discouraged if they're only halfway through their first book or their first book hasn't launched yet. It's certainly not the only way to do it. Um, But it is one tool in your toolbox as far as online marketing is to do more than one book. 
looking at, and then you and I were talking about doing um, speaking engagements and how that's usually a big mm-hmm. tool that you recommend for people. Online mm-hmm. marketing can also help with that because, as you mentioned, as you're collecting names, you could be getting what state they're in, what city they're in, and they can actually, those folks can be resources for you in setting up a successful book tour. So that's actually something that the online world can have to help feed the offline world. So that can be really helpful too because I know getting in front of people can be an amazing way to sell a lot of books as well. Oh, yeah. There's most ways. And I, I can tell you, I had the formula so down, Beth, that I yeah. know when I was in front of an audience, well, some of them, everybody bought the book. It was part of the deal. But right. typically, if I was the stranger coming in, I was a keynoter, whether workshopper, I knew that 40% would be buying a book. At least yeah. 40% would be buying a book. And depending yeah. upon the time of day, if it was evening, nah, they, they could think you're the cat's being out, but they just want to go home. So yeah. evening sales were always less. But if you're in the day... And, of course, if they're coming to it um, at a conference or anything, they've got their wallets and credit cards. Piece of cake. Yes. But 40%. Yeah. And you were actually selling and, books. Yeah, you were selling yep. books yourself at the venue? Yeah, smart. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, no. I was a traveling a bookstore. Traveling yeah. bookstore. And I actually yep. and, and I had someone who was with me. Traveled. So I could schmooze. I could be the star. I could help people yeah. with their pain. I could offer solutions and strategize with them. And then John handled all the book sales. So I didn't have to diddle smart. with that stuff. But yeah. the other thing was, I knew that that forty percent, half of them would buy more than one book, and yeah. so oh, it was. And they're paying a hundred cents of the price. I wasn't doing deals, hundred percent of the price, and I got instant pay. I thought it was a cash yeah. meow. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, smart, very smart. And in the meantime, you're building your list, you know, and the folks who don't buy from you at that particular speaking engagement might buy from you later on down the road when they know you a little bit better and you can send them some good content and build that relationship with them. Yes, exactly. So it all, it all comes back around. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think what we teach overlaps very well. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we're, we're, and, we're and, cut and from the ha- same. And you have fun with all of that. <laughs> I do. I really do. I think online marketing yeah, that, is so much All right, fun. so we have just a couple of yeah. minutes left. So, so Beth, if if you were to, to, I always love to ask this. You know, number one, what do you wish authors that you work with would ask and they never do? Oh, oh. I think this comes back again to the fact that I think most authors underestimate how how important it is to build a platform and how they need to be doing it in advance. I am surprised by the number of authors who will reach out and contact me for marketing help, and they will say, my book launch is two weeks from now. Can you help? Yes. <laughs> and I say to them, I wish you would have contacted me six months ago or a year ago. Um, yeah. But, well, yeah, I and I, but you that. know, I'm gonna. I've, I I get it. I want them to do it too. I, I rag on them. But here's the reality: they're so exhausted. All they're doing is writing, 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 <laughs> oh, and they can't even too. think. And so, yeah, I've, yeah. I, here's where I've come from: that once your writing's all done and you have book in hand, that yeah. you're not going to say that I'm all done and I'm going to whether you're doing POD or you're doing print, print, the layout's all done. You're going to have it, and my books come in next week, and now I need to to do the marketing and that. That no, your books may come in, but you're you're going to now take the next couple of months to build up that platform, mm-hmm. so then you can go. Don't say you're going to do it manana. And with that, yep. Beth, we got to go. All right. Thank so you. Thank you, thank so, you so much, much for being with us. All right. This is thank Judith Browles. It's author you, your guide to book publishing. Next week, Ann Randolph, and we're going to talk about writing hot and writing raw. We'll be with you again. 
thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each 